Blog Talk Radio. Tune in every Monday from 10 a.m. to 12 to Awake with All Set on Evolution Radio, where the revolution is the evolution. Peace and blessings, family. This is Hila Offset, Miriam Ali, and it is the last Monday of Mercury Retrograde. Thank the ancestors in their goodness gracious communication. If you had a good Mercury Retrograde, you should be patting yourself on the back because that means you are applying the tools, and hopefully you got those tools with myself. And Sister Teak, you are on Awake with Offset. We're here every single Monday. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 if you're in the shy, 8 a.m. if you're in the mile high, and 7 a.m. on the West Coast. So I just want to say thank you guys for um, supporting. We are in the last couple of shows of the year. After this show, half of this show today will be about Mercury Retrograde tools, and then we will be prepping ourselves for the last few shows of preparing ourselves for 2019. Again, we know that that is not the real cyclical um, new year. However, we're going to take advantage of everyone being in sync in the energy. See, that's what's so wonderful about energy and wonderful about spirit. The planets don't rule us. We rule the planets. And all of this, we are the best of creation. So we, if we're in a collective energy, then we can tap into um, the collective energy because it's still an authentic um intentional thing and collective is always better than individual and we are a tribal people not like our white counterparts who tell us to only be focused on ourselves so we're going to go into our guided meditation just want everybody to take a deep breath shout out to t she be holding me down i'm thankful for sisterhood i'm thankful for authenticity and another deep breath in, release out. I am sure there were some miscommunications. Your technology may have been acting bananas. If it was you responsible for the miscommunication, forgive yourself. And be humble enough to ask the spirits to forgive you as well. If miscommunication is given to you, just take a deep breath and release it out. And recognize nine times out of ten it was unintentional because you don't know what you don't know. And let's recommit to effective communication, to being intentional in all that we do, and being steadfast in growth. Growth hurts. Growth is not pretty. Your spiritual awakening is going to disturb your bad habits that need to be released. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And those are the tools that get you through every Mercury retrograde. You have these periods four times a year, and you have to get out of the space of blaming Blaming the planet and take some spiritual accountability. Breathe in love and release all fear. Let go of the doubt. And let's breathe in truth 
and let's release the idea and falsehoods we've told ourselves about ourselves and about others. Breathe in joy. And release the pain. And let's breathe in balance, knowing that there is no such thing as positive and negative. Only truth and balance. When we begin to shift our mind around our hardships and we understand that these are nothing but lessons for us to be our best selves. We begin to value and appreciate them. Be thankful for that bad relationship, that bad job, that horrible boss. Because you're gaining some level of skills. We're just going to sit in silence and release. Envision and make your intention for the week. Where do you need to get started? What do you need to get done? Who do you need to talk to? What do you need to let go? Breathe in productivity and breathe out laziness. Knowing that you are here with a mission, with a purpose, and all of us need you to show up. We are all interconnected. Knowing that this show right now, in this moment, was designed to be like this. As we make our spiritual imprint into the universe on this show, recognizing that it's going to impact all over the universe. Someone in Japan, someone in Nairobi, will be able to feel the residual energy that we're eating out together. And collectiveness, that is interconnectedness. We need you at your best. We need you at our high at your highest self. We need to hold you accountable to the God in you. And we need you willing to hold us all accountable to the God in us. Reclaiming your Godhood, your goddesshood, recognizing king and queen, emperor and empress still need a higher elevation. Be loving, kind, and be committed to healing. Go take a break. Get your water. I'm going to get my tea. Tea is going to hold us down in the back. And we will be right back.
happiness is a dimension of our own nature. Happiness, from a spiritual point of view, is not based on conditions or circumstances. Innately, we're happy beings. We're spiritual beings. So that means that happiness and joy are already built within. And as we're growing spiritually, we are removing filters from seeing or feeling the happiness that's already there. When we're somewhat blocked, happiness is conditioned. We say, well, I got a new car, therefore I'm happy. Or this person didn't call me back, therefore I'm unhappy. And so it's conditioned-based. But as we mature spiritually and we begin to touch into our real nature and being, we notice that we're happy regardless of what's going on. Something bad happens, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. Uh, someone doesn't call us back, some plan doesn't work out, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. So that's a sign of spiritual maturity. So can we define happiness as the way to transform every emotion and transform it in, to feel something great? Yes, you, you can uh, basically, you, you discover your happiness when you're able to see that in every circumstance there is possibility, there's potential, and there's an energy behind it pushing you to a greater expression of, of, of who and what you really are. People become frustrated and unhappy if they feel there's no way out, if they feel that every road is blocked. But in reality, with a capital R, there's no such world. No world like that exists. We're surrounded by infinite possibilities. And so with a shift of perception and attitude, you begin to see those possibilities. And those possibilities uh, invite us uh, to activate potential within us. Uh, the gifts and talents within us that are latent, the possibilities invite us to activate, to discover and activate those, those possibilities. So again, then happiness would be us uh, becoming more ourselves. That'd be a very blissful state, you see. So it doesn't deny that bad things happen in the world. It doesn't deny that people die. People die on us. You know, people leave. Jobs change. It doesn't deny that. But when we come to an understanding that even with all the changes that are going on in the phenomenal world, there's still something about us that's permanent. There's something about us that's forever. And that part of us that's forever is spiritual, which means it never... It never began and it will never end. And as we become more and more identified with that, identified not just in, with a belief system, but identified that with some kind of spiritual practice, some kind of focus, some kind of intention, then our life takes on a whole different, a whole different vibration. How we can overcome the fear of rejection? Rejection is paying too much attention. The fear of rejection is paying too much attention to what other people are thinking about you and other, what other people are thinking about what you're thinking about. And people live in that kind of a bubble. I wonder if that person likes me. I wonder if this person appreciates me. And those are, uh, that's the wrong mode of being in the world. You have to think about what the universe thinks about you. And the universe thinks you're important. The, the, whatever name you want to use, you can say the universe, you can say the cosmos, you can say God, whatever. What, what, is, what does the universe think of you? And because you were created, you have meaning, you are important, you're worthy, you're worthwhile, because you weren't made accidentally. You weren't just accidentally made. Uh, nature didn't just come together and accidentally make you. You know, uh, there was a perfect idea behind you with 
complete potential and possibility uh, to be activated. So you have to begin to think about, we all have to begin to think about, how does the universe think about me? Not how does that person over there think about me? Not how those group of people over there think about me. That's a waste of my time. Then I start to people please. I start to do things to make them like me, which may take away from my mission, may take away from my authenticity. It may take away from my, my powers because I'm thinking about what they're thinking about. And they're thinking about what I'm thinking about. Everybody's thinking about what other people are thinking about what they're thinking about. <laughs> no. And what difference do you, do you see between pay attention to others yes. and learn from feedback of others? Yeah. yeah, you can learn from feedback from others. I'm not overly concerned about what others are thinking about me because I'm, I'm living my passion and my purpose and my intention. And then life gives me feedback. If, if I'm being stubborn in some area, then, then, then there'll be some feedback from either life itself or from people. If, if I'm being arrogant, you'll get the feedback. If you're being wishy-washy, you get the feedback. So you learn how to pay attention. And, you know, as, you, as you mature and become more comfortable with yourself, you're able to take criticism. And what happens is uh, you start paying, uh, you start seeing, what, what, what they're called the two imposters, criticism and praise. There are people that praise you and people that criticize you. But after a while, you don't really care about either one of them. They're called imposters. And so if somebody's criticizing you and saying, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, you know, shut up, whatever, <laughs> you, 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 you don't care. It's like, thank you for your feedback, <laughs> you know. And if somebody says, oh, you're the greatest, you're the greatest, you, 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 you're the best, you say, thank you, for your, thank you for your feedback. You start treating both the same because you're not trying to get something from the people. You're giving a gift to the people. You're getting your information and your energy directly from the life force, you see. You're getting fed by life. Life is giving you information, and you're sharing it. And if people don't want it, and they say, ah, it's a bunch of baloney, thank you. I won't give it to you, you know. And if somebody says, I want it, thank you. Here it is. But after a while, praise and criticism, you don't really care because you're... you're you're becoming so in tune inside of yourself. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if you are a mathematician and you know that 10 plus 10 is 20. You know it. It's not an opinion. You know it. And you stand in front of a group and you start to do your math and somebody says, I don't believe that. What are you going to do? You're going to say, okay, thank you. You know, you know 10 plus 10 is 20. You say, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Good example. They're giving you feedback where you need to grow. Because when you get out here as a public figure, People talk about you. If you do really good, they talk about you more. You yeah. do really, really good, they talk about you really, really more. It, yeah. it goes with scale. And yeah. then you learn this. Um, mediocrity attacks excellence all the time. And so if you're seeking to live a, an excellent life, those who are, have agreement with mediocrity, they attack you because you're making them uncomfortable. They want to stay small, so they attack people who are trying to do big things. Let's talk about the law of attraction. According to you, how we can use the law of attraction? Well, the, the basic, first start with the basics. The basic law is what you chronically think about is what you bring about in your experience. A thought is a unit of mental energy. Energy can never be created or destroyed. Energy just keeps changing itself into higher or lower expressions. So if you're constantly thinking negative, you know, 
uh, life is hard and, and then you die. There's not enough good jobs around. Uh, there's no... Decrease crisis. Yeah, there's, everything is working. Then you, your, your body temple gets that message. The cells of your, of your body begin to hear that. It starts to produce, produce toxic chemicals. Your immune system starts to become unhinged, starts to be, be impaired. Your thinking starts to go down because of the toxic chemicals. And you start to bring about what you're thinking about. You become sick, uh, not as much energy, so therefore your opportunities are depleted. Uh, your energy is down, critical thinking goes down. And then you start to bring about that negativity that you're describing. But you'd be changed around and you begin to say, you know, I'm surrounded uh, by opportunities. Life is good. Everything's working together for my good. I, 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 I'm surrounded by infinite opportunities. Uh, prosperity is right here. And then what happens, when you start to say that, your mood is lifted, tonic chemicals and endorphins start to go through the body, starts to amplify your immune system, your thinking becomes more clearer, you start to see life differently, opportunities, you start to see opportunities that you couldn't see before, possibilities open up that you didn't even know about because your attitude has changed, and what looks like the law of attraction is simply you lifting your vibration so that you can see the potential that's here. And then we call it the law of attraction, but what it really is, I call it the law, of, the law of radiation, the law of emergence. Because what you're doing is allowing that which is within you to come out and, and to radiate and to emerge and to express. And then in the physical form, good things happen. And it looks like it's a, you're attracting it, but what's really happening is you're radiating it. And what you're radiating is becoming visible. We are back, Michael Beckwith, starting our Monday and our week off right so that we can get our energy and make sure that our intentions are there. And we understand the science of the universe always working on our side. And the universe only says yes. The universe only says yes to us. And when you get into that mode, you begin to understand the importance of claiming so I know we have people who were inquiring about readings. So, yes, we are going to get to readings. Last week's show, y'all was off the chain. It set my whole week right, and I appreciate y'all. I think we had, like, it was a grip. It was a grip. And I know we had to end, and some people did not get their readings. So I'm going to try to give the message. Um, well, you can never time how the ancestors want us to to receive. So I'm not even going to put that out there. So let's get right into the topic of Mercury retrograde and the tools that are necessary for us to use and how we need to apply those tools even after Mercury retrograde and ensuring that we are being as present in our communication as we possibly can. So first is that level of confidence, that level of being safe enough within your own spirit that you can make a mistake, safe enough within your own spirit that as you are growing to learn how to communicate and understanding the various, various communi- communication styles 
as well as the need for others' communication styles to be honored and respected. How do you do that, right? There's always this mantra of, like, people saying, this is just who I am. And if you are claiming a unbecoming quality or unbecoming trait because you, your pride is too consumed with saying this is just who I am and recognizing that you, whoever you are still needs constant growth, still needs constant work. And if you are, if you rather be lazy, as we talked about in our intentions earlier, we are not going to claim these things and we're going to put in the work and say, like, there's nothing wrong with growth. That doesn't mean you're changing who you are. That doesn't mean that those traits and qualities still aren't triggered because they absolutely are. If you know you have a anger issue, if you know that you're not patient, if you know that you are constantly on the defense, that is your life lesson to learn how to ensure that you do not lead your life in that way. And it's also probably a past life lesson that you didn't get last time. And so how are you going to make sure that specifically during Mercury Retrograde when not only are you triggered, but everybody is triggered to do that level of work and have to be um, initiated? Really, all of these retrogrades can be looked at as a form of initiation and how the ancestors help us to grow into our high priestess, into our high priesthood, and saying that we can, we have the the skill set to to do the alchemy necessary to see everything. If you guys are my Facebook friend, um, you saw a post that I did a couple of days ago, saying like the art of alchemy is that you can take any situation and still make it a situation that's going to be beneficial for your spirit and beneficial for everyone else's spirit around you. And you know. The, especially during Mercury retrograde. This is why I said it, and I started with gossip, right? Like we always confuse corrective action with gossip. We always confuse that if we are speaking the truth, and which it might be true, right? Like somebody's, let's do something simple. Somebody's breath may definitely stink, right? But you're sitting around at the, um, in the office, talking all this shit about why this person's breath stinks and they ain't this instead of like, okay, let's acknowledge that somebody's breath is funky and we need to give them the tools and the skills necessary. That is not gossip. That is productive, healthy dialogue. But it's also like you do have to acknowledge the state of what what whatever it is is, right? And so we can confuse our own selves which brings about the energy that we're going to reciprocate that same type of confusion coming towards who we are. And that is, that is where the kink of getting stuck in a cycle where you, you're no longer committed to whatever it is that needs to be acknowledged. You're no longer committed to aiding that person or that situation into elevating to be their best selves. And that is where we're not we're not acting as if we're alchemists. And folk of color, specifically folk of African descent, this is who we naturally are. And we've been so far removed. We are so far removed from who spiritually we naturally are. And we forget 
until we're triggered, until, you know, you have to look at a situation, until it's extreme hardship, until whatever the situation is, instead of leading with we're alchemists and we know how to how to have this nice balance of, of spinning the potion, right, spinning the potion to to maximize off of the lesson, which might have been a negative experience to us, which may have been uncomfortable, and still being able to see what is on the other side. See, that whole um, – and that doesn't mean that we don't do – that we don't hold shit accountable. Like, let's be very clear about that. That does not mean – turn the other cheek. Like if somebody hits you, hit their ass back. Like that's not what we're even beginning to, to that passive behavior that we've been taught also is our, is our natural self because that's the complacency that's needed for us to be in the state that we're in, especially when we're talking about where we're at in America. So I'm calling forth and, and pulling the alchemist in all of us and saying, what situation are you in right now? And during Mercury retrograde, it's already tough, right? You might as well, if, you, if you're in a tough situation because of the planet, you might as well, like, leave and um, going, to, going to be, oh, what is, the, what is the word I'm looking for? You're already going to be in a situation where you're going to be challenged. So you might as well, like, face it and say, let me just challenge all things and, and take advantage of the universe is going through this purging session. The universe is going through this growth process. The universe is going through the communication healing. So you should take advantage of what the universe is doing as well. Just as as, as above, so below. This is where all of those statements come from. Because we understood. We understood. And until until we get to a place where we are we are able to honor who we are, and we can honor who others are when they come to us in communication, we're never, ever, ever going to see anything move forward. And this is us being able to say, like, listen, we're going to show up, and sometimes we're not going to agree. Sometimes we are going to agree, but we're definitely going to stay committed to, to finding the resolve, even if the resolve is ending there's still a level of, of, of resolution, right? Things linger for us because we never want to put closure to it. We never want to shut the door. We always want to have, I, I used to, um, <laughs> I'm going to put my shit out there. I used to, I used to call, call this my back pocket, right? Like you always have a back pocket. You don't never want to put closure to nothing because you never even really are confident and you're never really showing up and giving 100% into anything. So you're so you you constantly have this back pocket like just in case this don't work out, I have this situation and I'm not talking about like a a a, a plan B. I'm talking like you are not showing up 100% because you know that there are some risks that you're ignoring. You know that it's not supposed to be what it is, and you're not paying attention to the ancestors trying to communicate to you, God trying to communicate to you, your friends and family might be trying to communicate to you, but we get so caught up in our pride and our ego that we would say, no, I can get it done and I can make it happen, and then only to have to rewind and show face again and be like, you know what, I should have took heed to the signs that because we have neglected that we live in a society where so much 
technology is ruling what's around us so much. Everybody else's voices are ruling what's behind, what's around us and how we're being influenced, and we have forgotten to listen to our own soul. We have forgotten to listen to God. And we'll trick ourselves saying we did listen to God. Don't think just because you pray that you God-fearing. That's not what that means. Like, what are you, how are you living your life outside of prayer? Like, how how are you doing the checks and balance of like showing that God is really leading your life. And that's, that takes a, a level of confidence. It takes a level of um, perseverance and knowing that it's going to be hard because you're in a, you're in a space of um, distrust within your own spirit. And when you're in that place, there's no way that you can be confident in how you're communicating with other people, other people, in, or if you're in a, in a space um that someone else is confident and you're not, right? You can you can also be influenced and they can manipulate and they can play chess and they can do that because we're not showing up to the to the um exchange in our full self. And that's not that's not healthy. So the next thing is how how do you so uh, so your confidence level is there. The next thing is how do you receive what is it that you're doing um, to receive the information? How are you ensuring that you are your uh, the the lessons as they are coming? You are confident in knowing that it's going to be for your greater good. How are you going to confirm? How are you going to confirm? that everything that you are are maximizing on is is for you. It's a safe space that you're going to to relieve and and be in in um how you gonna get out your own way? How you gonna get out your own way? And be the best you that you can be, and it's that's hard because delegating and delegating through your own lessons and realizing that you've been in um, you've been in self doubt, realizing that that taking responsibility and accountability that everything you've gone through is actually because of your own doing, that can be a little overwhelming. Right, that can be a little like, oh my goodness, I did not realize that I was the contributing factor. And sometimes we don't want to face ourselves, which keeps us from actually being able to to recognize how we do, how we how we show up in this work. And so instead of receiving, we often tell ourselves, um, we often tell ourselves. Um, Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. Um, we often lie to ourselves, right? We lie to ourselves instead of wanting to admit how damaging we've been to ourselves because it's hard. It's hard to say, like, I have not, I have not loved me, right? Like, it's hard to say, like, I have not shown up and been the best person that I needed. I have not given the the circumstances and, and been 
and ready to grow. And you may have fooled yourself. You may have fooled yourself because then to have to face and realize that the person who hurts you the most is you, right? Like we want to blame. We want to blame, and that gets in the way of us being able to receive, right? We, you, 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 you see, you can't really acknowledge someone's full potential when you don't recognize your own. And it's so frustrating for the, the, for the people who love you because the people who love you see your full potential. So when they see you selling yourself short, they're supposed to come in and serve whatever their mission is to your mission. But when you're not living up to who you are and your full potential, there's no way you can receive those blessings. And I want you to think about the people who are in your lives who have given you the blessings that you knew you needed. See, everyone is a blessing to us, everyone, even the people who give us hard times, even the people who give us our headaches. Everyone is a blessing. And so in the blessing is the, is the um, ability to move towards a, a growth, right? But it means, like, you have to recognize, like, how are you receiving? We tell ourselves, I'm just a giver. I'm just a giver. I'm just the person who gives in a way and everybody um, takes advantage of me and I'm always getting used. Like, we'll tell ourselves that and call ourselves a martyr. We'll tell ourselves that. And if you are always giving and you're not getting something and you're not receiving, that don't have nothing to do with everybody else. That is you. And that's not healthy, and that's not you being your best self either. And that's hard. It's hard to recognize and accept because when we recognize and accept it, that means that we are also a part of the problem. It's us who is who uh, who's creating this this imbalance, right? And it's damaging. It hurts, and I get it. I completely get it. But, but you have the power, you have the ability, and you have the tools within yourself. See, when you listen to shows like this, when you're reading self-help books, if you're reading my book, Rearrangement, if you're, if you're doing whatever, these things are not things that we do not intrinsically know. We know these things. These are just reminders opportunity for us to create a space for us to practice, and when I say practice, I mean figure out how to properly use these tools. See, this is it. I'm not giving you information that you, your soul doesn't already know, and I'm not interested in doing that because that's God. That's the power of God. God has already given us the tools that we need to be our most successful self. All that, all my job, all my mission is, is to create a space and a platform for us all to figure out how to utilize those tools in the most productive way in our lives. That's my job. 
And I know that's my mission. What's your mission? Because I need your mission too. This is reciprocity, right? And and when we are able to confidently, number one, show up and receive, number two, then we are able willingly to, in a healthy way, give. It is not healthy to always give and never, ever be conscious of reciprocity and receive. So in order to to give in the most authentic way, you have to be willing to receive. One cannot function without the other. You cannot give or be in an exchange of giving without receiving something. Whether it's joy, you might give $5,000. But what you're receiving is the joy because you're helping an after-school program, right? Like there are so many neglected spiritual um, verifications, right? We get verified spiritually on so many fronts, and we do not, we do not operate in a space where we're properly um, celebrating them, right? So being confident, being able to receive, then being able to give, and then the the fourth one, the, the skill that we, I hope, we all walk out of this Mercury retrograde continuously doing is the skill of forgiveness, is the skill of of making um, making the the peace that is necessary to move forward. You don't forgive for other folks, and I'm not saying anything that we don't already know, right? This is to move the block, to remove the grudge, to remove the frustration. Because people can only do what they're capable of doing. When we stop having unrealistic, right, unrealistic ideas of what someone is supposed to do, again, this is because we don't know how to receive. We don't want to receive someone saying, I can only jump three feet, right? And and when that person is saying, I can only jump three feet, instead of receiving their three-foot jump, we rather say, no, you can jump ten. And we're setting ourselves up for our own disappointment. We're setting ourselves up for not being able to, to move and grow in the capacity that we want to. And the more that we do that, the um, more frustrated that we get within ourselves because, again, we don't know how to receive. It's not just about receiving gifts and receiving recognition and receiving honor. It's receiving truth. Can you receive the truth? You are in, you, you put yourself in an illusion, and then you become delusional because you, you have made your reality out of what you have created instead of receiving what the truth is. The truth is is that if I can't jump 10 feet, it doesn't even have anything to do with my capabilities. If I'm saying I can only jump three feet, that is all I am going to do. You may know I can jump 10 feet. Claim it until I get confident in it. I'm only going to jump three feet. But instead of us receiving that, 
so that we can properly be the alchemist to get that person to jump to 10 feet, we will continue to be frustrated because we're not forgiving that sometimes we see people better than they see themselves, right? And so that's where the disappointment comes. But when we have no expectations and we accept and we receive what is, is, that is when we begin to really live in freedom. Because we're not trying to, it, 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 you know, I talk to people, I do a lot of work around um, race relations, right, because especially in education, I do a lot of work around um, expectations and racial categories or whatever. And I, and I often say, why are we upset with, with the way these systems are set up? This makes no sense. What are we fighting? They, are, they were designed to do exactly what they're doing. They were designed to be, to, to oppress exactly who they are oppressing. It's absurd of us, right? It's absurd of us to not just receive it so that we can properly do what we need to do. I'm not interested in teaching white folks to not be white folks. Like, I'm interested in teaching the, the, the brown folks, the black folks, to, to be able to be confident in who they are, right? To be able to, to um, receive, to be able to give, and to be able to forgive, mainly forgive themselves. But see, we have these, these constructs in our head that we refuse to, to accept what is, is. And we don't want to accept what is, is because we have a, 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 we, we're living in a delusion where we're not accepting the truth. And because we're not accepting the truth, when the truth is showing up to us, we are telling ourselves a different narrative and because we're trying to cope with how absurd the truth is. And sometimes it's not with how absurd the truth is. Sometimes it's with how absurd we have let ourselves down. Most times that's what it is, right? Because the truth is, is that you're in the situation that you're in because of you. But we don't want to accept that truth. Acceptance and receiving are the same thing. So it's hard for us to move. It's hard for us to navigate in a space that's going to um, hold our, hold hold ourselves accountable, and then be be responsible in that accountability and making sure that we're we're, we're transforming and and utilizing the tools to be healed, folks. We don't we don't trust the healing process. We don't trust that in order for us to feel good, we have to feel the pain. We don't trust that. And so, in turn, it requires us to forgive ourselves. And and forgiving yourself means that you're looking within. within. You're not looking without. You can't, ain't no, ain't that daddy issues that you can't be saying that at 55. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, you can't still be holding up. Well, you can you can. You can do whatever you like. <laughs> All right? And that's accepting. You can hear this message or you don't have to. And it's received and it's accepted. If you don't want to know, you don't have to know. 
the thing is is that you can't unknow though once you know you can't unknow and it's going to stay with you whether you do the action or not that's like prayer you can pray it doesn't mean that you're leading your life with god and again that that, that goes back to the balance and the harmony and the alchemy you can do those things way that's going to ensure ensure your 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 magnifying your best self. And that that requires us. It absolutely requires us to show up in in um in uncomfortable ways within our own development and in uncomfortable ways with who we are. And how do you how do you justify to yourself because you know what you're lying to yourself about. You know that that relationship is not the relationship you're supposed to be in, right? You know that that friend is hurting you. You know that. You know that betrayal is is constantly at your door with this person. You know you know that that you have been backbiting. You know that you have broken trust. You know these things, and even if no one else knows, you're going to take it to your grave. That's fine. Take it to your grave. But it's still you know, right? And so how are we going to to um, face, right? How are we going to, to be courageous and have these hard conversations that we probably really don't want to have? How are we going to to look in the mirror and go within and stop blaming? And that's hard. It's hard work, but it's worth it, I promise. And Mercury Retrograde is the best time. It's the best time to get and do that work because everything is in alignment with you for the planet. And, and take advantage of the energy of the of the universe is doing that. Why would you not? Why would you not? Oh, let's take a deep breath. Right. I know that was a lot of, of self-reflection, but, you know, I, if you have not read my book, Rearrangement, Why Self-Help Isn't Working for You, um, it's so much about like the individuality aspect that we have been fed and and we have been told this is the way <laughs> right this is the way is that we we only got to be focused on ourselves no yeah do your self work but do your self work knowing that you have to serve the rest of us and the rest is the energy of the universe like it's not, it's not. You're not in a bubble. You don't live in a world by yourself with the universe by yourself. There are billions of people here who need your contribution. So yeah, do yourself work, but it's it's the alchemy of interconnectedness. We need you at your best. We need you to to be firm in your mission and your foundation is rooted. And your purpose, 
oh, well, I said, I don't know my purpose. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And I tell people this all the time. Yes, you do. You're just not listening. You just stopped hearing God. You forgot that God is in you, that the goddess or the God in you is there, alive. You woke up. So you do know. Getting a reading is, is no more than confirmation. I'm just reminding you to hear. See, I just, I tell people, people always ask, ask, how do you, do, how do you read? Like, what happens? Is there, like, are you hearing voices? Are you, and I, and I say, you know, it's like interpreting a different language. To read energy and to read spirit, it's not, I'm not, you know, I don't hear Harriet Tubman and her voice saying, you know, I could have saved a lot more people. I don't, that's not how it happens. It's spirit and energy, and it's literally, it is a completely different frequency of communication. And, and, and I'm interpreting that and translating it to, to, to English so that you can receive it. And sometimes I don't have the right words. You know, like you, if you've ever gotten a reading from me, you have heard me say, I don't know if this is the right word. Or I don't know if this is the right, or because sometimes there's no word to a vibration. There's no word to the energy. And that's, that's, the, that's the call of being able to be in tune. See, the, a reading is not you sitting there and, and you're just, I, I'm just giving to you. No, this is, a, this is a joint effort. This is communication. You going to receive, I'm going to give. You're going to give. I'm going to receive. This is an exchange. The only thing that is, the only entity that is without needing that level of exchange is God. And I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure God. Everything has to, ha- has to have duality. And so if, if you are ready to get a reading if you're ready to please know this is this is a this is participatory you are not sitting on a throne and i am not sitting on a throne without both of us in harmony of receiving from one another both of us in harmony of giving to one another this is what i tell people too when you pay for a reading that is initiating the reciprocity so that you, it, it's not about the money, and this is what we have to understand. Money is energy. It's not about the money. It's about saying, "I honor whoever you, whoever you pay for service." It could be the plumber. I got a plumber coming. You know, like it could be about the plumber. It could be getting a reading. It could be buying some sneakers, right? Like whatever it is. When you exchange currency, currency is a current. It's a current. It's energy. It's an energy current. When we begin to change our relationship with money, we will see that this is a part of the mission. How are you exchanging with your money? Are you in a relationship with money where money is leading you? If so, money will continue to lead you, but you will never move because it's, it's that energy is not meant to leave. That energy is meant to be utilized. You see, that energy is meant to be 
a tool to empower our mission, to empower our purpose. That's why I wouldn't, you know, claim your claim your amount. It's yours. It's already written for you. Claim your amount. I'm raising five million dollars for my school. Well, it's not even my school. It's, it's, it's these baby schools, right? I'm raising five million dollars. It's already mine. I already know. I I know it's here. I'm just catching up. What is it that you're claiming? But this is this is because it's a tool for me to do my purpose. It's not what's driving me. No, not at all. It's not what's making me uh, feel purposeful. No, not at all. Five million dollars, five dollars. I'm still as purposeful and as driven and as clear about my mission as I'm going to be. The dollar amount is not it. And so when we get out of that mode, and I know I'm going, I this is not supposed to be about money, but the ancestors are giving a message, so we're going to let the message go, right? But the, the reality is that energy of money is to be utilized. It is not to lead you, lead us. We lead it. This is Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde can, is, is not leading us. We lead it. It's a tool. We recognize that it's here. We recognize we're in the time, and we utilize our tools to navigate to still be as productive as possible. The same is true for money. And I don't know who needed this word, whoever's on the line. I don't know who needed the word. But if you are motivated by money and if you were being led by money, there's no way that you could be led by God. No way, because that's not how it works. You cannot serve two. The oneness of the connectedness is going to ensure that the tools that you need, but they, but, but, but it is also, are you prepared to receive? Are you prepared to receive this? To receive the opportunity? And if not, it'll be a, it will be so clear. Simply buy because you won't have what you're trying to receive. In due time, in due time, in due time. It might be slow. It might be fast. In due time. Whew, let's take a breath. Let's take a breath. I want to... Um, Honor the God and the goddess in you. And yes, it's a dual. Brothers, you have goddess energy in you. Sisters, you have God energy in you. Right? I want to honor and respect that. Uh, we are going to open up the lines to go into some reading. Um, and, I, and I hope they will be as productive as they can be. We do ask that you recognize that this is sacred space. And so I take that very seriously. In in the reading, I'm not, you know, I'll be able to tell if it's too private. Um, but what is the reciprocity in you getting your mini reading? How are you getting your full reading for yourself? For yourself. Um, and if you want to schedule a reading, Four reading readings are $100 for a limited time and two-week 
of me being on call for you. Once I read you, I can read you through text. I can read you through chat messages. I can read you in any platform. Um, But once you give me access, I do not intrude. I ask for permission. And um, I do not make something, uh, you know, I don't read, I don't read anybody without their permission. And anybody who does, you know, these folks doing readings on Oprah, you're violating her. That's a violation. She did not give you permission to do that. Spiritual rape. See, I'm going to go on another tangent. Let me go ahead and take some breaths. Why don't we all take a few breaths and out. Deep breath in and out. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to take two songs, Sister Peak, so I can get some water and, and calm my own spirit. Energy got high for me. I don't know if it got high for y'all, but I need to take some breathing, some, take some breath. So, Two songs, and we will be right back and open up that line for reading.
Peace and blessings, and we are back. Teek, let me know that we have a lot of people on the line. If you would like to get a free mini reading, please go ahead and press 1, and we will get you in. Teek, I am ready when you are ready, sis. Okay, first caller, area code is 334. First three numbers are 587. You're almost all set. Hello. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Grand Rising. How are you? Grand Rising. This is Shakira Asset. Um Peace. How you doing? I, I'm fine. I just wanna I'm open to receive any messages or guidance that Spirit has for me today. All right. Uh, there's an ancestor here. Uh, it feels like feminine energy, making um, wanting you to. Um, the me- your message is to to, and I guess earlier that was part of the message for you too, is to get up and do do what you stop procrastinating. So stop be like she's literally like conveying like don't be lazy like just do it. It, it, it stop making excuses and just get it done. Um, so whatever, and it, it really feels like it's around um, finishing something. I don't know if this is finishing school or finishing a program or something like that, but, like, fin- go ahead and get it done and do what it is that you need to do and stop making excuses. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. You are very welcome. All right, we're going to go to the next caller. Okay, next caller, area code is 404. First three numbers is 448. You're almost all set. Area code 404, first three numbers, 448. You're almost all set. Okay, area code seven two zero. First three numbers two eight eight. You're on with our set. Hello. Peace, peace. This our set. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm well. Well. How can I help you this morning? I would like to give a spiritual reading, please. All right. If you could just take a deep breath for me. Um, all right, there was just a um whatever the loss was that just happened, your your message is that it's to get out of the way. So I don't know if you just got out of a relationship. It feels like it feels like there's a um there's a, a spiritual tie that you you just removed yourself from something but you're still connected to it and so you need to do the ritual work so I'm they're actually giving me a ritual to give to you all right so you ready yeah all right so the first thing is that you need to um, the next full moon put a gallon of water underneath the moon 
and be intentional about receiving your own feminine energy. You have you you blocked your femininity trying to appease this situation. Oh, let me let me ask this. Are you in a relationship right now? No. All right. So you need to be intentional about claiming your femininity back and then drink that water after the third day of the full moon. So let it sit under there and then do the writing ritual. I don't know if this is your first time calling. Uh, I tell folks to do this all the time to release, write a letter to whoever that person is and write a letter to yourself. This is, that's an added thing. You're going to fold the letter and let that letter be. Remember that song that Leah's, did called four page letter that was the actual like ritual so like write the letter let it say whatever it needs to say the good the bad the ugly just let your spirit flow in it you're going to fold it in threes to represent your mind body and spirit write that person's name in red on the bottom flap and then write your name in green on the top flap then you're going to go to a body of water and you're going to burn the letter as you're burning the letter be thankful, all right, because the thank, being thankful is what's clear and untie you and unbind you. So be thankful for the situation. Laugh, be joyous if possible. Be barefoot. If you can't be, that's okay, but you're embodying all four elements, water, fire, air, and earth. So if you can't be barefoot, at least touch the ground as you're burning the letter. Okay. Okay, that's your message. For the full for the full moon. And where would I mean is it I'll do the I'll do the water. What do I put it under again? You just put it you can just put it outside. You can put it in your window sill. It just needs to you it, it's really more about the intention of the of the moon energy coming to the water. That's more about what it is. But if you can put it outside that would be great. So even if you just go get a bottle, a, a gallon of water, and then dip it outside, like on your porch or something, for three, three nights of the full moon. I'm not sure when the full moon is going to be in December. Probably in about a week and a half. I'm thinking right. I, I, I usually know, but my key of knowing has shifted. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. We can go to the next caller. Yes. Okay, next caller, area code 470, first three numbers, 244, you're on with all sex. Hello. Peace, peace, peace. How are you? I'm great. And how about you? I'm well, thank you. Um, I just want a general reading. Can you take a breath for me? Um, are you thinking about moving? Yes. Yeah. So. Don't rush it, but you are going to move. Um, and there's something around, like, the relationship with money. How long? I don't know if you've been on the line. 
But I that message that was just out the blue when I was still doing the the session um, was also for you. So you need to switch your relationship with money. Remember, money, you don't lead with money. Money is a tool to be utilized. It's energy. It's currency. It's a current. It's an energy current. So we have to be mindful. And you're not really claiming it, and you're kind of running from it. You're not being as intentional with how to utilize your money as you could be. And that's putting a hold on your move. This is like the fourth time it feels like that you've tried to make this move, and you are going to make it, but it's about shifting the relationship with money. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right. Thank you. You are very welcome. Thank you for calling. Okay, next caller, area code nine one seven, first three numbers, seven nine six, you're on with our set. Peace, peace. Peace, how are you? I'm okay. I'm I would like to uh, have a reading. What's your question? You have a specific question. Um my relationship mhm um and my past there was a, too. yeah yeah cuz i can feel that um that's exactly what i was about to say your this is a past karma thing um and you need to trust the process when one of you are going to start feeling like it's time to evolve and if you don't evolve together you guys need to honor the space of the karma it's not karma well yes it is it's a karmic um uh there was there was it was old both of you guys owed something through karma and you and you showed up and you paid your due, if it doesn't evolve together, like, immediately, you're going to have to release it or you're going to, like, get into another cycle of karma. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're questioning whether or not um, you should be going further, it needs to have some strong communication. But don't have that conversation until after Mercury retrograde. Right now is not the time to to be addressing it. Right. Um, not you know, like I I just want to know if like you you said um, that um, you know we had a debt that that was paid already, and that um, if it doesn't work, just uh, basically to move on. Yeah, so I can't read people without their permission. I can read you, and you feel like you're ready to evolve. But if you're not honoring the exchange of that with the other person, it's hard to get closure. And when you don't have closure, you open up for more karma to happen. And that karma can happen in your body. That karma can happen in your money situation. So, like, 
being in front of your karma constantly is is that's the alchemy, right? So like, yes, and if you if you're feeling like it's time to evolve and you're not effectively communicating that, you can quickly get back into owing a karma. You know what I'm saying? And so like, get in front of it and just be like honest. But the reason why you don't want to do it now until, like, the 6th, I think Mercury Retrograde is done on the 6th, is you just don't want to risk the miscommunication and then because the evolution is so close. So you just don't want to risk a fumble, you know what I'm saying, and then having to, like, reset. Right. (laughs) But we're in a time, just so you know, like we're in a time where the ancient relationships are coming back together. So you're not out of sync, like the karmic relationship. You're not out of sync in what's happening universally. Like you're not the only person, like you've done this before or something. Is everyone who is of higher elevated, well, let me not even say that, who's conscious of their spirituality, they are feeling this, like, very familiar, we've done this. So you're, you're in the right space, but don't, don't neglect staying conscious of it. And remember, at the top of the show, I was talking about, like, we forget to listen. We forget to stay consistent in that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you. Peace to the gods. Peace to the guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, next caller, area code four four, first three numbers, four four eight. You're on with us six. Good morning. I know that energy. I know that energy. Peace, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm well. I'm well. What's your question today? (laughs) I wasn't going to ask the question. I am curious. I feel like every direction I move, I can do a little bit, and then a block comes up. And I don't know if I'm running at this point or if I'm just choosing the wrong direction. I don't know. Uh, no, it's it's the um it's a mix. It's Mercury retrograde, <clears throat> and um it's the stuckness. The block is only happening because a lesson wasn't received. So <laughs> stay consistent okay. and stay steadfast. Um, it's probably you not you not wanting to face something. It feels like there's um some masking happening. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how long you've been listening to the show, but it's hard when we have to like sit in our in ourselves and do the inner work. Right. You're not listening. You're not hearing a message that's very clear, and you're you're attempting to shift the direction. Remember, it's alchemy. <laughs> it's all about the alchemy. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Okay, next caller, 469, first three numbers is 671. You're on with all set. Oh. Hello? Peace. Hello? Peace, peace, peace. I have a good. Go ahead, what's your question? Uh, I said he just uh, hung up. I think he just, I don't know, he couldn't hear you. Oh, all right. You can go to the next I, mean, I can hear you, so there's something on his end. Um, we don't have any more callers right now. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us this wonderful Monday. This is Awake with Asset. If you would like to get a full reading, my number is 720-620-2316. As well as you can visit me at healer, com. You have been supported and held down by Sister Teak. She makes sure this show happens so that I can just focus on, do, on, on the service and making sure I can read and deliver the messages. I love all of you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing. Next week, bring a friend. Bring a friend, bring a friend. And um, next week, we're going to go with questions. So ask your questions, and we will move forward. Peace and love. I think we have two more people that joined in. Do you want to do it real quick? (laughs) Yes, go ahead. All right, I got an area code, four, two, three, first three numbers is 600. You're on with offset. Hi, good morning. Hello. Hi, I have a very sticky situation, and I do not know what to do. I don't know where to turn. I'm completely lost. All right. Um, So basically, I'm seeing a guy. We're not official. We are intimate. Um, We had a little slip up. I got a plan B um, because we weren't ready for a child because we're not official, but we are really into each other. And then a couple days later, I was out with some friends. I got drunk, hooked up with an ex. Now I'm pregnant. And I'm not sure whose it is, and I don't know what to do. I'm thinking about aborting it. I hate to say that. I absolutely hate it, but I feel stuck. I I just feel like I cannot bring this child here and not know who the father is. I don't know if there's any way for you to point me in the right direction of who the father is. I don't know what to do. All right. Um, I'm going to – they're asking me to read in an inquiry space not just read you. Um, are you are you unsure of your your ability to be a mother? Um I wouldn't say that, but I have two kids already and I wouldn't want to do this by myself, like, you know, bring the child here either way. With or without the father, I wouldn't want to do that. I would definitely want the father to be involved, but I wouldn't want to present it to them like, hey, I don't know which one of you it is. So to alleviate that, I'm thinking about abortion, so I won't have to, like, face either one of them. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, 
why do you feel the plan B did not work? It's possible it didn't. Um, I'm a regular, so I could have possibly ovulated. Um, the point of the plan B is to stop an egg from releasing, and that egg could have already released. That's that's literally happened to me before. I've gotten pregnant with a plan B, and I knew exactly who it was by. So it's not impossible um, that it didn't work. It's very possible it didn't work. I just, I just hate this so much. I don't know. Um, all right, that was why they were saying to ask questions. So, uh, you know, it's a couple of things. The um, Is this your first abortion? No. All right, so there's a couple of things. There's um, the, the baby is in agreement with you. The baby is, is fine, but the baby does want to come through but is very clear of not wanting to be a burden to you. So um, if, there's a, if, there, if there's any level of guilt, you can remove that. All right, you can remove that. Um, it feels like, it feels like you, feels like you know who the, who the father is, but it feels like the risk of the other guy it's way more risky. It's way more risky. There's other factors, and I'm assuming this is the ex. I'm assuming the ex has some baggage and additional factors if this mm-hmm. is his baby. Um, mm-hmm. And that it's just too risky and too it, – it, it, it almost feels dangerous, like it's even a dangerous situation. So I don't know if he's involved with someone and he hasn't shared that or maybe he did. Oh, you know, like there's there's additional factors if it's him. Um, so mm-hmm. so it you know it makes sense why you're saying like you know this isn't this isn't safe. Are you in a relationship? But you're not in a relationship with the with the guy with the plan B. No, I would like to be. All right. Is he aware that you hooked up with your ex? No, I told him he was the only person. All right. And I haven't, he knows I'm pregnant. I haven't even told my ex I'm pregnant. Oh, so the guy knows, the guy who you're kind of seeing is, he knows you're pregnant. Mm hmm. And what was his response? He said he's fine with whatever I decide to do. If I decide to go through with the pregnancy, he's here with me. If I decide to get an abortion, he's here with me. He says it's my body, and it's totally my decision. He didn't pressure me to do either one. Great. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not it's – not, um, it's, it, it's not, like, out of – Think it's not like there there would be some karma or something. The baby wants to be here willingly as well. Oh my gosh! If it's not his, it's going to ruin any possibility for our relationship. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not, and it and it's also very risky and dangerous. If it's the other guys, and I don't know why, I don't know what that factor is, but there's something around 
It's mm-hmm. super risky. Yeah. So should I just kind of like go with my gut or? Is your gut saying to to have an abortion? It's saying it's probably the first guy with the plan B's baby, but because of that possibility, I might need to alleviate the whole situation. Yeah, follow your gut. All right, thank you. You are very welcome. Bye-bye. Caller, area code seven two zero first three number six on nine. You're on with our set. Peace, I said. Peace, peace, peace. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Glad to hear your voice. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. What's your question? So, um, I am currently seeing a guy, um, and we are not official, but um, we're very close. Um, I just want to know if it's going to go any further, um, if we're in each other's way, or you know, if I'm, if I just need to be patient. Um, he's hesitating. Uh, did you, did you, did you guys have a hard conversation recently? Yes. Yeah, um, so he, um, and he's hesitating. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, it was just concerning um, a dating site that we caught each other on, um, and so we had a conversation surrounding that. Oh, you both were on it? Well, I got on there to see if he was on there because he had gotten a message um, saying that he had new new connections or something like that, so I got on there just to see if he was actually on there or if it was just a solicitation to get him to log in and I saw him on there and then he saw me on there. So we had a conversation about that. Yeah, he's hesitating because he feels like he's not, he's not, he feels like you're uh, in another league. So he's not feeling confident. Um, There's a level of, like, accountability that you give him he's never had. Oh, he did tell me that I was an alpha woman. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. So is that like intimidation, or he just feels like he just can't afford it? <laughs> um, I don't know if it's intimidation. It's um. Yeah, I don't know if it's intimidation as much as it's. He he has never experienced it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I can see where that comes in too. Mhm. And okay. and he and his manipulation doesn't work with you, so he's he's learning a new way to communicate. Mhm. Okay. Because he is a Virgo and I'm a Scorpio, so he. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, sis. I appreciate you. You're welcome. You're welcome. 
Oh, okay. I said that's all the callers. All right, family. Thank you for joining us. We're going to try to get off this time. <laughs> if you want a reading, we are here every single Monday, um, 10 a.m. to noon, East Coast time, 9 if you in the shy. Eight in the mile high and seven on the west coast. Thank you all for joining Sister Peak and I on Awake with Offset. You are on New Evolution Radio where the revolution is the evolution. Joey's show is every Sunday. Jonah's show is every Friday. And we are here doing this work. Thank you for, for the journey. Peace and blessings. See you next week. Tune in every Monday from 10 a.m. to 12 to Awake with All Set on Evolution Radio, where the revolution is the evolution.